Oh, oh my God, oh my God. I've been missing for so long. I feel like it. I don't even know how long it's been. But thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to another week of This Can't Be Life podcast. I am your host, Kay the Rebel. You can only find me on one social media platform, which is Instagram. The podcast page is TCBL Podcast. My personal page is at Kay the Rebel. Questions, comments, inquiries would like to be featured on a live episode. Would like to do any type of collaboration. My email address is this can't single letter B L Y F E at gmail.com. I also did something, I did a thing kind of crazy and created a Facebook page for the podcast, but I have no idea if I'm even going to do that. Like, I, I, I don't know why I did that, but I guess maybe because it is a goal of mine to maybe. Um, create a larger audience at some point but yeah Um, I'm not going to stop promoting that but yes I I did create one so in case you happen to stumble across me yeah that's really me in real life so where have I been Um, I just really really have been busy between work motherhood personal stuff and it's just been a lot However, if you do follow the podcast page on Instagram, you will see that I have reached a new milestone, well, two. I was featured in Woman of Color magazine, which is a magazine uh, locally in Boston. Um, If you're new here, um, that is where I'm located in Massachusetts in the Boston area. Um, So yeah, the Woman of Color May slash June issue. Um, I made the cover and then I actually have a bio and a short written piece within the magazine. I also did my first pop-up shop um, last month, which was hosted by my sister, um, Q, who is the owner of Four Daughters Candles. Um, There were other vendors there. Um, I remember some of their names. So if you're listening, I forgot you. I swear it's nothing personal. Um, There was Crafts by Envy, Curls Just Pop, Stress Desserts, Ganja Kiss. It was just dope watching black women come together and network and make them coins. And although I didn't have merchandise to sell, I sold myself and like what my mission is with podcasting. And I think that was great enough for me um, to even get just a small amount of exposure. Because after all, I'm I'm not walking around here acting like everybody knows that I exist because that's not true. So it was great to bring my existence and my podcast and my platform to the attention of some folks. I also asked them some some questions that will help me build some great material over the next couple of months. Um, so yeah, let's get into it. Uh, this week's episode. Um, it was inspired by um, Marriage Bootcamp Hip Hop Edition. Um, this season, which is featuring K. Michelle and that dentist guy, I think his name's Gaston, I don't know. Um, Rich Dollars and Mariah Lynn, um, Lyrica and A1, and then also um, Gangsta Boo um, from 3-6 Mafia. I'm a huge 3-6 Mafia fan, by the way. And her dude, Emmett. Um, so yeah, um, on episode three, they did an exercise called joined at the hip where you know these couples are already struggling so they kind of made them um wear like being like a sweatsuit that was made super wide and you basically one person was in one 
part of the pants and the other person was in the other part of the pants. You basically had to do everything for like the whole day with each other. And you know, a lot of couples struggled with that, especially when there's already resistance. Um, you know, but I guess the purpose of the exercise was to get the couples to connect with each, with one another since there is a huge disconnect, which is why they're in the boot camp or getting um, counseling in the first place. So, um, Lyrica failed to connect with A1, and she just had a lot of resistance. And Rich Dollars chose to intervene and give his two cents, and it just instantly agitated me. Um, I have touched on infidelity a handful of times on my show, but I've never spoke in it in regards to trauma um, and, and, and the causes, you know, um, of it for women and just a whole breakdown of it. Um, I think it's so much deeper than just, oh, my God, you didn't forgive um, or you're not forgiving me even though you stayed with me. And I honestly feel like, and please no one jump down my throat because I definitely don't want to be a part of this, like, agenda war that's always going on on social media, you know, the male perspective versus the female perspective. But I do honestly feel that men lack awareness regarding this issue um, when it comes to the aftermaths of infidelity, if it is by hands of of a man in a heterosexual relationship. Um, so I just want to shed light on that this episode. Um, and I want to talk about specific areas or things that happens um, right after we are cheated on. And again, this is from a woman's perspective. Um, one, after you guys have cheated, it does create some amount of jealousy or insecurity. Um, I don't care how secure we are as women, it definitely impacts our, our level of security. The thoughts we have about how you're going to move in the presence of other women um, after you have been disloyal. Like, it's, it's always kind of festering for us. Um, the jealousy piece, like, oh, like, you got a new female friend? Like, is you fucking her too? Or like, like what's going on? Um, are you really where you say you're going to be um, when you guys are not responding to texts or calls? And I'm not talking about when you're at work, meaning when you're just having your idle time, maybe you're out with your friends. Well, I'm instantly going to be thinking, like, what are you up to? Are you out cheating again? Then y'all claim we don't trust you, but how are you demanding trust after you've created that level of damage? Um, obviously, that's a question I can't answer myself. Um, the next, I think, phase or or that that we go through and again these aren't in any um particular sequence they were just off the top of the dome is anxiety um we're constantly being worried about if our partner is gonna hurt us again you know anxiety about anything else going wrong in the relationship now that the worst has already happened and from a woman's standpoint being cheated on is probably the worst thing to experience in a relationship um, so yeah, again, just being anxious about what else could go wrong. Um, just ha having your guard up all the time, thinking like having anxiety about this person hurting you again in any capacity. Um, you could even have anxiety about your health 
if we're all going to be transparent and be adults here. Like, did he use protection with this woman when he cheated? Do I need to go get checked for STDs? And even if you say, oh, yeah, I cheated, but I did use, you know, use protection, it's still something that would make you think that. Or when you have to lay down with this person again, it's like having to take a deep breath. Like, do I, do I trust them in that capacity? You know, and I don't think people understand, like, there's there are energy transfers or, or, or exchanges um, when you are intimate with someone. Um, but that's another conversation for another day. Um, anxiety also comes with like emotional distress, whether we're crying, whether we're angry, we're, we're sad, maybe even depression. And I'm not being dramatic. You, you know, you, you can't really tell somebody else how to process their trauma. And some women maybe have become depressed after finding out they've been cheated on. Um, anxiety with all these different questions or thoughts in your head, like, am I good enough? Should I have done something different to prevent this? Bro, like, it, it is the worst. Or just doubting your man's love and feelings for you overall, I would say. Um, another phase we go through is shame. I mean, admitting to those closest to you that he had an affair. That one is tough. And, of course, there is a large population of people who will say, keep people out your business, but I'm going to need y'all to calm down and hear me out. Realistically, those closest to you know when you're not at your highest self. And your vibrations um, are unnaturally lowered after being cheated on. No woman is going to be excited, especially in those moments right after you've been cheated on. You're usually distraught. Um, and you can only avoid, you know, people for so long because they're like, what's going on? You know, they're going to see that your movements are different or, again, that you're not at, at your best self or your normal self. And I'm sure, you know, there's going to at least be one person or two at best who are like, what's wrong? What's going on? And y'all know I love a good story time. And... um it makes it a lot easier to tell your stories when you have healed and you have overcome things. So, um, oh, by the way, my divorce is final. <laughs> I just wanted to, 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 to say that. I know that's been pending for like ever. It is finalized and I'm so excited. That happened too in the midst of my, my absence. So yes, congratulate me. Matter of fact, I'm clapping on the episode for myself. Yeah, woohoo. Anyway, um, so when my um, ex had had his first affair it lasted about 20 something days like the interactions between him and that young lady it was like I knew something was off and I waited until the right time to basically go through his phone while he was sleeping and I've read the text messages which confirmed that um he had had sex with this individual and he woke up pretty quickly um, as the confrontation didn't begin with the words, it actually happened with a blow to the head from like one of those mini fans. And I know some people could be laughing at this, especially people who know me personally, because it would not surprise them. If you're new here and you're listening to this, please don't come on here judging me. I'm just giving you the real. But yeah, so after I hit him upside the head with the fan, I just started screaming and going nuts. And I kind of woke up the entire household. And we were staying with family um, temporarily at the time. And they knew what he did. Um, I tried to get like a bottle of liquor to bust him in the head. And my mother held me and, and just asked, you know, my ex to leave. And I sat there after he left, like, just like 
the adrenaline in my body was just nuts. And um, I got my keys and I hopped in my car and my mother was yelling, like telling me not to go. But of course I wasn't gonna listen to her. And she asked for my brother to chase after me in his car because she was scared. And I rode the streets looking for him, I really did. And um, so I could run him over. I really was going to, and I know that that is so terrible me even mouthing those words to think that I had lowered my vibrations to that point that I felt like I was going to run over not only obviously the the father of my son but a person that I said I was supposed to spend the rest of my life with but yeah it really brought me to there that's how bad the pain was in that moment um that pain was like a different type of pain but looking back I can actually laugh at it because it was kind of like a scene in a movie you know um, kind of like what was the movie Soul Food? I think when um, Terry went chasing him with the knife at the at the event. But yeah. So back to the um, the the theme of of the effect or the topic, which was you know being ashamed. And you know when I returned home um, from trying to find him to run him over, um, wherever he escaped to, he got out of there quick. Um, my mom knew obviously that I didn't run him over and she had held my infant son at the time and she had him in her arms and then she just embraced me you know she didn't have to say I'm sorry this happened to you um her embrace kind of said it all but I let go of her embrace instantly looking back and it was because I was embarrassed I was ashamed I really was because it was kind of like damn I moved back here from Arizona and my mom is letting us stay here till we save up to get our own place and my husband's cheating on me like bruh. I was so embarrassed. I'm gonna keep saying it over and over again. I was embarrassed. So back to the original point, like so many women do feel ashamed. It, it, it's, it's hard, you know? Um, and then when I had to have a conversation with my dad, I was ashamed as well. Like my dad is big on monogamy. You know, he's a religious person. So, you know, um, I didn't tell anyone else but people figured something was up because my retarded ass at the time recorded myself throwing all of his shit away in a trash receptacle. And then, you know, it's just like when you choose to stay and forgive, it fucks with you in general because people be judging, you know, for certain. Like, they judge you. Or when you're seen out in public, you probably be looking around wondering, like, who thinks, like, I'm a damn fool? Who's thinking, like, mm, she is just, mm, okay, boo-boo the fool, okay, sis, look at you over there with that cheating-ass husband, or, you know, or just whatever it is, or even if it ain't your husband, just a boyfriend or, or anybody in a long-term committed relationship. You know, you do kind of wonder, and everyone can sit here and say, I don't give a fuck about what nobody think or how people view me. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. And nobody wants to be judged. It feels bad. But, um... The next one um, will be a unpopular um, um, perspective um, because not everyone is as real and raw as me. But the next one is um, is guilt. So let's just say you know you have that talk with your partner and he gives his poor excuse or explanation for why he cheated. And yes, I can call it that. That's, that's my opinion. Um, and let's just say he's like, it's because we were in a bad space. Or I thought you were leaving. Or you acted like you didn't love me anymore. It's a natural feeling to question if you pushed him away. 
and into another woman's arms. So that's like where that guilt comes in. Like sometimes it could be self-inflicted or half the time it really is from him or whatever he's saying to you, you know. And again, you might start thinking, what could you have done differently to prevent that or how to prevent it in the future? And bruh, if, if we're going to call a spade a spade, it's manipulation and it's also projection at its finest. Disloyalty should never be excused. And fucking someone else ain't never solved a relationship issue or problem ever. I, 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 I'm, I'm putting it out there. It's the truth. But yeah, that guilt period is, is usually short-lived. And then after the guilt period, I do feel like that, 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 that denial be coming on, on up in there too. Because it's like, we love this person, right? So we will take time to reflect on the good times as a coping mechanism, you know, after we've been cheated on. We think about how, oh my God, this is just an obstacle that you, that, that me and him can overcome. And, you know, maybe he'll be on his best behavior. He'll be being more attentive. I mean, the sex could even get better because you have made the decision, you know, um, to stay. And you could even think that he loves or appreciates you more and that he may not risk losing you again. And this could all be something you're just thinking and feeling or it could be things that he's saying or just his actions. But from my experience, this this is all jokes and and you're in denial. And this stage just just makes them get more comfortable in my experience, I feel like, because it's kind of like they're not being held accountable. And again, this is just my opinion and my views. So it's like, and then once they start getting comfortable, it's almost like they'll start acting like it didn't happen. And slowly but surely, they'll be doing shit that they did before. And then every time you get upset with him, you instantly remember he cheated on you. And all of those emotions come back. They do. So again, you know, that's, all of the things I was thinking when I watched Lyrica and then I was so disgusted with Rich Dollars for trying to tell her how to feel. Um, and this leads to my final point, which is women just struggle with forgiving. It is not easy. And I know, you know, all of the aforementioned things that I just mentioned, um, they don't all come at once. They don't go in that sequence. They can go in all types of sequence. Everything thing that, that I did mention, and I just want to run those things back. Jealousy and insecurity, anxiety, shame, guilt, and denial. Yeah, all, all of those things. They, and they come in waves. Like, you could be experiencing one today, and then the other one may not come until two months later. It could come two weeks. Who knows? Um, but... <laughs> The bottom line is it's a struggle. And I even feel like sometimes therapy may not be able to help, which is kind of like people feel like, it, you know, when the show, watching that show, or just people in real life that may go to therapy for situations such as this. Um, but I know for some, some women after being, being cheated on, even therapy is not going to help you. And trust me, I've, I've been there, done that. And I just feel like from my perspective, it was like a temporary band-aid, like giving you false hope that it ain't that bad, just so you're able to just move and push forward, you know? But for me, 
I mean, I know there are some wives that have genuinely gotten over affairs, like let's just take Rashida um, from Love and Hip Hop Atlanta and Kirk. Like the way she be out and about with that man, it's like he never cheated on her. She is still, she's in love and smitten over him just as she was when she first got with him. I, I don't know how she got there. I don't judge her for it. I, th I think it's amazing because then there's other people that they they just can't get there. Lyrica's one of those people that clearly didn't get there because as I finished watching the season of this season of Marriage Boot Camp, I saw that she did file for divorce. She just couldn't get past it. She just couldn't. Um, I guess you could look at um, Gabrielle Union and D Wade. I mean, he had that kid outside of the of their relationship and then she still chose to move forward and 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 marry him and even after her struggling you know with fertility and then you know they have the the baby um i forgot her name i'm sorry but yeah and she seems very happy with d wade very happy um look at lala anthony it took her forever to leave but i'm sure she went through all of those emotions that 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 I just talked about um, after Carmelo went and not only cheated, but also had another baby outside of their marriage. Uh, I'm sure there was just no way. Maybe if a child wasn't conceived, maybe she could have moved forward. And and that wasn't the first time he cheated anyway. He just, his cheating had escalated, obviously. But yeah, it is very hard for any man that is listening to this. I just really want you to challenge yourself to really think about everything that I just said the next time you ever open your mouth to tell a woman how to process her trauma after she has um, dealt with infidelity. You cannot put a time limit on that. You need to also understand that there's different, even if someone chooses to stay, there are still so many different emotions that come with that. And you don't get to put a time limit on that. But I feel like women can take something from this episode too. Maybe you have been cheated on, and maybe you feel all of these things that I mentioned, and maybe it didn't make sense to you. Maybe now it can. Maybe you'll know that it's normal. Can know that it's okay to stay. Can know that you're not the only person that has stayed after you've been cheated on. It doesn't make you a dummy. It doesn't make you a fool. If you haven't been able to heal from someone cheating on you, it's okay. Don't let anybody tell you when you're supposed to heal from it. Or by now, you should have gotten over it. It's not right. It isn't. Um, I think that's going to be my time. I really don't have um, anything else to say. Um, I do want to work with um, another podcaster to try to get some live episodes, a series of live episodes for you guys, which is in the works. Um, and I definitely think I will, will know for a fact, I'm challenging myself, that I'm going to release another episode next week. Um, thank you all so much for being patient and for rocking out with me. And until then, peace, love, and all that other good stuff. And I'm out.